Welcome to A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Eric. And this is Amber. Hi, Amber. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, it has become tradition for me to say that I always like to let our guests explain who they are and what they do because you can do it better than I can. <laughs> so, I know you're Amber, but what is your title? What do you do? What makes you you? All right. So, I actually do quite a bit. Busy girl, but happy. So what I do is I'm actually the director and choreographer for the Niagara River Lions Dance Pack. We have our first game that's actually coming up this week, actually, so it's pretty exciting. Um, and then I'm also a, a choreographer for my own company, which is Your Highness. That's for ages 10 plus, which is hip hop and heels and jazz funk. So it's a lot. And that just opened up in August. Um, so we're kind of new, but we're branching out. And um, so that's a performance company. And then I also work for a hair company as well. And then during the day, I work at a childcare as well. And I work with kids that have mental health and whatnot. So, sure, busy bee. Touch on probably all of that. So, you are, are a do it all person. Yeah, are there yeah. any social media accounts associated with probably the first yes, two? Yes, lots, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and list them. Let's that way list people them. know where to find your stuff. Okay, so I actually have one Instagram page called Amber Schultz. That's Am Schultz at, at uh, wait, what is it? Am Schultz. <laughs> Sorry, shit. You, you know, no swearing it's okay you can say whatever you want um <clears throat> if you want to send us to a send it to us after we yeah can put no it on we'll okay do that. Sorry. We'll so do look that. at the instagram that's on the page currently yes, yes. okay yeah. it makes it easier or in the right. link down below okay we All won't right. hold it against you the fact you forgot your social media i, I don't know oh my, oh my god which account, account? <laughs> that's fine <laughs> too many <laughs> so the dance classes where does that operate out of so I actually operate out of a few places, actually. So Progressions out on Nihon Drive. Um, we actually work out of there, so I'll hold my classes throughout the week there when she has space open. So I actually went there when I was younger, so now she's kind of just working with me and offering okay. me that space to branch out and whatnot. So it's really nice of her. And then my mom is a yoga teacher for Lake House Yoga, so she mm -hmm. lets me use her studio space there when she's not using it. Um, and then for the Niagara River Lions, we're sponsored with um, Energy Fitness. So then they give us a space a couple times a week to practice and whatnot. So then we also have that space. So That's lots. interesting that there's <laughs> so many places. Does it ever uh, seem like a, a thing where you'd have like a specific one studio space in the future? Yes, that is sense? definitely like the goal in the future. But right now it's kind of like we're kind of just starting up. So we're kind of trying to get everybody involved and get everyone kind of a name out there and trying to work yeah. together. You know what I mean? You right? might as well build yourself up before you commit to such a thing, I guess. Exactly. You know, sense. exactly. But yeah, the goal is to eventually get a bigger space for myself and mm -hmm. the studio to work and everything and just be able to go in there with that key easily and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So what kind of people show up to these dance classes? Um, so it's ages 10 plus. So we got like Children. boys, girls, everything Teenagers. like that. Um, I've taught a couple moms for the heels classes. Okay. Um, there's some heels classes that are more sexual and then there's some that are more hip hop or jazz. So like I'll have moms that'll come to me for like Valentine's Day or stuff like that. I've had teenagers. I've had 20 year olds. Like I've had everything there, but it's a huge vibe, but it's all about confidence and empowerment and like there's a few kids out there that um, that some teachers may think that they're not allowed to go into competitive because they're not ready, but I don't agree with that. So my position is basically to give them that chance to go and perform with my company to other events and whatnot that are affiliated with confidence or anything like that and let them show and then go back to their company say, hey, look, I just performed amazingly. You can see what I can do, you know what I mean? And then go dance competitively, you know? So it's kind of like a big confidence booster for the kids and it kind of gives them that um space to 
broaden themselves without feeling judged or anything like that. So it's just huge growth. Are there any competitors in the region that really are doing a similar thing, you think? Um, there are. Um, so in Toronto, they don't do younger kids, but it's mostly a heels and hip hop class. But um, I've actually really, I've actually talked to her. She's really nice, but her name is Chelsea Ward. She's actually with Badass Babes Toronto. Hmm. Um, so it's a that, good name. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's an amazing company. Like um, I've watched her performances. They're pretty. They're a pretty big goal of mine. Honestly, I would love to perform with them. To be honest, like they're very good. And then there's also Monica Gold. She's in Toronto as well for Find Your Fierce, and they kind of do that whole empowerment kind of thing um, and dance and heels as well. So, but they're in Toronto. We don't have anything like that in Niagara. So that's why I kind of like let's bring that here and broaden out there. You know what I mean? So. That's kind of where I was at. <laughs> There's a lot of things that seem to be more straightforward to cultivate in the Niagara region because it just doesn't... There's a lot of things that don't exist. Like, for instance, I, I think Johnny was talking about how the tattoo scene didn't really have much much to go off of at one point because everybody, everybody went to Toronto. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it's interesting that you can find a pocket here where there's maybe a, a demand for those kind of things mm -hmm. and, and fit in. Exactly, yeah. And I didn't think that there was that high of a demand until I started the classes. Like, when I started, I thought there'd be, oh, three or four kids, like, that's it, you know, it's going to take a while for me to build up. But no, like, I had auditions and I had a lot of kids coming and they're like, wow, thank you for this experience. So hmm. it's something that I think is totally different, you know, so I'm pretty happy that I brought it to Niagara. You know, it may not be as crazy and competitive as Toronto, but, you know, like, we're starting something pretty cool here for everybody to base off of. Maybe so. a stepping stone to go to Toronto or, I mean, if this can become some kind of hotspot that'd be pretty neat where exactly people come here from other places well that's what happens like i've had people come from hamilton burlington toronto for my classes so like mm. it's pretty cool so that, like i think we're, is we're where branching. you're gonna notice things take off when people come from you know an hour away or mm -hmm. an hour 20 away mm -hmm. what, what do you think drives them here is it maybe cheaper to do it or um it's definitely not i don't think it's cheaper to do it because like when i had had the girls come it's a private class and private classes are typically 45 dollars for an hour and 45 minutes and you get video footage and all that kind of mm. stuff so it's like a good package but um i think it's just the way that i kind of present my page and how much i express the confidence and like it's just a very open space for you to express yourself, you know what I mean? And like a lot of pages you go to, like it's just like there's constantly those perfect girls that are super thin and you feel like intimidating, you know what I mean? Like I try to branch out everything that I can because I think that everybody has something to bring. So I think that that kind of makes people feel open to come and, you know, more. She's even certain yeah. that I have a dance move. That I <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that he's got one in there somewhere. I think that everybody has at least one dance move in their body somewhere. There's at least some time in your life where you're going to do it, I'm sure. <laughs> Most of the time I spend dancing is we do our wedding photography stuff. And we'll be on the dance floor getting kind of a little bored doing something. I've, I've you start dancing with, with a guest with your camera on. That's yeah. fun though, right? It is. It's I like, guess the best dance lifting. moves I've had, I've been wearing a camera vest. Because <laughs> I just sway with the vest. It's good to know that people are coming mostly for the brand and what what you're all about instead of it just being maybe undercutting other mm -hmm. other places. So yeah, mm -hmm. who? How does the video work for this kind of thing? Um, so what happens is obviously I don't have like huge photographers and everything under myself. So I've actually had a few friends. So uh, she actually works at Niagara College. Her name's Lexi, and. Um, what she does is she's a teacher there, so she teaches a media course, and I actually asked her to come help me out with the river lines and some video stuff for our dance pack team and for your highness as well. Um, so I have her filming the stuff, and my boyfriend as well, he does some video stuff as well, so I have him kind of learning in there, and then 
I just make connections through other people. It's all about, like, for my company, like, I'm trying to bring other companies so we can, like, lift ourselves Work up together. together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it should just be, like, a one thing. I think everybody should get recognition, you know? Like, it's, you know, so that's why I'm just trying to... Yeah, yeah everything. you can make everything a, everywhere. Make a really compelling product by having so many things involved with it. Exactly. Is, is it like an edited video, like of just the, oh yeah, it's the totally, highlights. Yeah, it's edited. It's highlights, but it's like it's full of the routine, but it's just like the highlights of yeah. that routine, kind of snippet into I, that song. I could imagine like a one shot long kind of video would be kind of hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess unless you're really into it, and you couldn't be there to mm-hmm. see it in person. There are really good, like, there are a lot of uh, choreographers that are in L.A. that do it in one shot, and it's absolutely stunning. But, you know, when it's, you're kind of growing and you're kind of learning, you can't always have every student to do that, you know what I mean? You don't want to put that pressure on them. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? I'm going to include everyone in this video, make sure no one feels discluded, being like, oh, hey, can you and you and you do this performance for this video? I want everyone to try and give it a shot. So I want to make sure that everybody can get a clip in there. That's why I kind of go for like the little clippets throughout it instead of doing mm-hmm. the full shot. We sort of have that uh, differentiation. Some of the wedding stuff we do too, where there's long format videos, but then there's highlight reels, which a lot of other companies only do. It really, it changes the way you showcase things and you can make things very fast paced or, and I imagine it goes along with the music when mm-hmm. you record yes, it. So yeah. yeah. It makes it, it probably pretty interesting to watch. I'd be mm-hmm. curious what to lo- what that looks like. Well, I'll be happy to show you after. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And obviously, watch the link down below, and I'll obviously <laughs> give you guys that. So awesome. no worries. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's pretty cool. And I honestly love doing the videos, and I'm learning to edit as well myself. So like, I'm obviously mm-hmm. wanting to take a course in the future to kind of bring my experience up a little bit more, but I have some friends helping me out whatnot right now. Do you think you're going to look online for the course or go somewhere with a one-on-one person? I would definitely want to do a one-on-one person because I'm more of a, I have to do it to learn it kind of thing. So okay. I just think like it would just be way, yeah, <laughs> it'd be I'm way Jesse. better. Yeah, help me out. I've been <laughs> but no, yeah, editing be... for years. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I definitely one-on-one for sure. Okay. But That's yeah. different. See, I'm, I'm different than that. I just pretty much YouTube tutorials for anything I can. And if it's higher end than that, sometimes you have to pay for some services. Mm-hmm. But but I, I tend to learn best when I'm just at home and I can just watch something and I'll try it as I go. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I just but the, dive right in into it almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, the, the software for video editing these days seems so much more intuitive than it's when crazy. I had first looked at it when I was probably in high school. Like it, <laughs> You can do so much with it and it's just a few clicks away for the most part for, mm-hmm. for most of the functions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's difficult. So that's why I need that course to help me in advance because like everyone who's bringing out videos nowadays, especially for dance videos, like it's super high quality. They have crazy lights and everything. I'm Mm. like, oh my gosh, like I got to, you know, up this, right? So that's where I'm heading. With the real push of social media and everything, it seems almost every business, like we dealt with real estate agents on here and they are pushing their themselves to be social media their personalities in the region pretty personalities and whatnot Mm -hmm. uh obviously the johnny the mayor candidate he was dipping his toes into social media and video making so Mm -hmm. it's one of the best and worst things about being a professional videographer joe gonzalez started a podcast (laughs) yes after being on our podcast we feel as though we have inspired podcast creators which is depressing they'll be more successful than us anyways (laughs) um (laughs) But no, it's it's definitely good to get into, and they are skills that are, you know, transferable. If you say you've edited hundreds of videos, you have, you have the leg up of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And yeah. yeah, it can be incorporated into just about anything. Exactly, 
anything. <laughs> what was the second thing that you listed? Oh, there was a hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the order. Because you said you work with youths as well. But, yeah, but, I yeah a lot. But, so let's talk with the hair, the hair stuff. Okay, so I actually just started up this year. So it's a company called Monate. It's an all-natural vegan hair company for vegan all ages. Vegan hair company, really? Yeah. Okay, so, so it's all-natural. It's no, your company? I gotta, I gotta no, know why it's... No, it's not my it's, company. I have to know why it's, it's vegan. It's actually the number one brand hair company right now for online marketing and everything like that. So I'm pretty proud. Well, I, have, um, I, I take great pride in my hair. <laughs> well, then you would love this product then. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I'll hook you up. <laughs> what animal byproducts are usually in hair care um so there's actually a lot and like a lot of women nowadays like it's your social media you're always curling your hair you're always trying to take a good picture all that stuff and yeah. you're trying not to damage your hair and what this company is is like we're making sure that you're not putting those products in that make your hair damaged and whatnot and um make your hair color not come out and it's also mostly for hair growth right so um el like elderly people like especially like males females like i've had a few people who have alloplasia i forget okay. how to actually say it but like a hair loss condition and stuff I think like that's that pretty much how you yeah. say that mm -hmm. yeah but Nailed so it's basically it. a company to help with hair growth and repair and stuff like that but okay. i just started up and it's pretty cool i was being sarcastic <laughs> i don't actually care about my hair as you can tell I'm, but oh, hair I'm, growth <laughs> um you might need that some intrigues that. me <laughs> <laughs> we don't shoot this this podcast from up Shut above up. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Your receding hairline will continue. You can let me know if you don't know, but I, I, I am curious. What animal byproducts are in, like, hair care products? I don't... Um, well, there's, like, a, so, like, other products that are in, um, like, stores and stuff. There's, like, a lot of sulfate probands and stuff like that. It's just, like, really toxic stuff, and it, it puts product buildup in your hair. And when you have product buildup on your scalp, your hair literally doesn't grow, and it can't repair itself. So if you're putting really crappy shampoos from like the dollar store or something on your hair, your hair is going to start falling out or it's not going to grow. You know what mm. I mean? That's not the case for all things, but yeah. for the most part, that's usually what it is. So that's what this and hair care brand is. vegan hair care products fixes that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And like a lot of people nowadays, they want to go towards that very clean kind of thing. Like people are doing that. A lot more people are vegan nowadays, yeah. like doing all that keto, like all that crazy stuff, right? So. I would, it would be hard to be vegan and keto at the same time. <laughs> oh, no, I know, but I just mean like, you know, like all those crazy, <laughs> the like, there's these crazy keto. diets nowadays, you know what I mean? Like it's just everything, I don't know, but especially keto natural is just getting a lot more. Yeah, the raw food diet and all sorts of kooky things. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to follow. I, yeah, yeah. I did the vegan diet thing for a year oh it, my it was, gosh it was wow. good I, I liked it it's hard to keep up with just because i i'm always on the run and it's it's hard to find food oh of course vegan, so yeah I, I gave up on myself but maybe mm -hmm. one day i'll try it again <laughs> yeah i could not do that so props to you for that yeah. i i love my vegan products for hair but i love a good burger so <laughs> yeah, yeah, good burger. that's that's the interesting thing too about the whole debate is anybody that's trying to convert people to veganism the best argument anybody else has is they just like to eat meat and honestly there's nothing you can really say to somebody who it enjoys tastes it good it, it mm -hmm. does and i agree can't do anything about it can't stop it if you're <laughs> if you really experiment with cooking or all that you can make the, some of the most amazing vegan meals you could think of oh i can oh yeah for sure I, like I, I got really good at cooking during that year Oh, I can only imagine because you're trying to find stuff. It's hard to find stuff, but I'm sure Pinterest probably helps you out with that one, maybe. <laughs> a little bit. More so for the, for the weddings. The brides always have lots of like, oh, can you do this photo? That's, oh, that's, yeah. That's usually why I use Pinterest. I, I have been working with another wedding photographer, and this is off topic, but just kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. In wedding photography, a lot of people have different 
opinions as to what you're supposed to do and some engagement photographers and whatnot say when you're shooting a couple you have to be a hundred percent with them you know not mm. being on your phone and whatnot of course and i was with uh an engagement photographer recently and all the photos that he were was taking or taking were all basically photos that the bride had chosen from pinterest mm-hmm. and i was surprised that he didn't commit them to memory because he was just looking at them through his phone well, I can understand that a bit more. It's tricky to memorize some of that stuff. Well, of course. But it was interesting to watch because he yeah. wasn't always in the moment. Great photographer. Mm-hmm. Do hmm. Still like you, Dan. <laughs> but That, hmm. I don't really know. I, I want to ask something related to phones now because you've brought it up or like just being distracted in general. But I don't know. how. how <laughs> is, is anything in your life that you've been talking about so far... Do phones distract youths or, um, or something? I can't even express how much that, that <laughs> it does. It's, I imagine young people are transfixed constantly. Mm-hmm. For me, like, I love technology. Like, obviously, like, I'm happy that it's helping the world expand everything, all that stuff. But when it comes to children at, like, a young age, like, um, where I work, like, and I see it, like, every day. And, like, especially when I have days where I have to go to a different school, like, there's a lot of different behavioral issues that are coming about. And a lot of it is because parents are just, like not dealing with their kids and they're just throwing it on their tablet or they're just like oh my kid will be fine just give them their tablet and you know it's just not very healthy because that makes that child get um not like in like not included by their friends because they are on their tablet and then like it just it progresses and then like the mental health depression like all that just kind of comes in so it's really difficult uh, to see, but when it comes to phones I get very I get a little anxious sometimes because kids is like you know, you're starting their development then, uh-huh. and I don't think you should be messing with that in any way, you know. but I'm curious as to what it'll do, because I think it is short-circuiting a little bit of their attention spans, because it's, you know, this constant oh. reward mm-hmm. system, whatever. Maybe we'll just have a future generation that's very, very just going from thing to thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? It's, yeah, that's It might have true. some positives, some negatives. I'm sure it's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. I actually never thought about it like that, but that's very true. But for right now, I think that... The society can't handle it. (laughs) It is very interesting. Every other home that I would do baby photos in, and there'd be, I used to do a lot of baby photos. Mm -hmm. There'd be 3,000 of them approximately. Yes, 3,000 babies. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I have dealt with more babies than most nurses. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) On in a three year basis? Okay, maybe. I don't know. It depends what ward they work in. That's true. (laughs) But still, that's just a lot of babies. It is a lot of babies. Regardless, that's a lot of babies. Um, So all the the homes that I went into that had older kids, you could tell right away a major difference and not bad mouthing any parents, but kids that were social were social the entire time. And kids that weren't, the parents would always very, very quickly give a tablet or something. TV, I mean, TV is kind of the the antiquated version of the tablet or whatever. They turn on the TV cartoon, Mm -hmm. Disney Playhouse and whatnot. Which I definitely feel like I was partly raised by. I was raised by (laughs) TVO. It was always there. Right? Magic School Bus, Arthur. Oh my gosh, yeah. Both best shows. Yeah. Just have VHSs of Arthur. Arthur End. I, I have VHS as a magic school bus somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it, it was always very different to see homes where the kids could interact and were sociable and even at a young age could hold a basic conversation or ask like what a tripod is and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They, they're very inquisitive. 
there's an interesting thing too though where there's a lot of jobs at this point that don't require as much social skills where you could stay at home and work from a computer or you could have some kind of tech industry job where you're not necessarily being evaluated on your ability to socialize with people you're more just working hard independently mm-hmm. so i don't know it's very questionable as to where this leads in the future i know i i have no idea to be honest but mm. i know there I, I know that there's benefits and there's gonna be negatives but that's just like any other yeah year you know what i mean everything's always different each year so the youth care stuff what do you most commonly deal with um so what i do with is um it's basically there's a few kids that have like anxiety um separation they're very shy um there have been some some kids when i went to other schools that are just have very high aggressive disorders um I've had some very scary instances before. This sounds almost <laughs> so, like social work at this point. It is. Yeah. It kind of is in a way. And like it is a lot of care for children and you're making sure that they're not cutting this kid's head off. And you know what I mean? So it's it gets sounds pretty crazy. Hectic. Yeah, it gets crazy. But um, for the center Are that I work at. exaggerating No, right I have bruises. <laughs> okay. This is but, why they make us read Lord of the Flies in yeah. high school. Because it's like this is, this is what children can do. It's true. Yeah. but the thing is like yes it's hard sometimes but like when you do develop that relationship with that child and you see the changes like it's just so rewarding and make seeing the parents that happy and that kid overall like it's just it's really nice but for that time like it is a very difficult and draining job at times but for the center that I'm at for the most part the kids aren't like half as bad as what I would say is when I go to say another school but yeah it gets pretty gets pretty heated sometimes but I don't know I enjoy it it's a, a hate-love thing. <laughs> so where where is this based out of? You, are you traveling around? Um, so I'm actually at St. Del- uh, Dennis Elementary. Okay. Yeah, so I go there in the afternoon or whatever, and then on certain days, so like the days where the like, teacher's off or whatever, then we'll go to like another school and take care of their kids. And if there needs to be like a behavioral screening done to like say a kid's not like speaking properly or say this kid is just punching kids or like not, you know, just not not your typical behavior then we'll do like a behavioral screening with them and see if they need future help or like therapy or anything like that so it's a the the center is kind of like a couple things you know it's help for the kids it's care for the kids also reference for the kids for mental health you know i have a bit of a guess as to what the answer would be for this but is it mostly male or female students Oh, that's actually a hard one. Um, Pretty close to 50-50. Like, it, it, yeah, really? honestly, it's 50-50. That... <laughs> mm, yeah, 50-50, probably, I think, a couple more males, but yeah. mostly. Cause I know that stuff like ADHD is a bit more present in, in males, and, and lots of these little things that yeah. start early in childhood is, is a bit more troubling for mm-hmm. for the young boys. Yeah, I think that's where I get troubled with the ADHD and the technology, and, you know, Parents just get so overwhelmed and don't know how to deal with that properly. And I totally understand that. Life is hard. It's not easy to raise a child, obviously. But, you know, when it comes to ADHD and tablets and stuff, you got to make sure that child has your attention, not the tablets, you know. So I have mixed feelings. But, you know, it's crazy. My my nephew always amazed me when he was young. Um, Before he was two, he could work an iPad basically functionally just as well as i could he knew how to get to youtube he knew his playlist and everything he knew Mm -hmm. how to swipe everything back and forth and it was great and his parents are very strict about it 
And once again, there's that difference between kids that are raised socially and kids that kind of get the tablets. He is bright. Mm -hmm. He gets very limited screen time only when it's necessary or set schedule and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, He's becoming a bit of a smart ass. He's at that (laughs) age, but there's, there's... How old is he now? He will be... Holy... Nine this year. Okay, oh, yeah. he's hitting that age. Yeah, yep. so, <laughs> the and, and the, re- the reason why I say smartass is because he is legitimately smart, mm-hmm. and he knows he's getting to the point. Um, Start manipulating the adults that or don't, don't know any better. No- he really notices things. The first time I noticed it, we were driving back home, and he had tablet because they were driving, so he was allowed to have it. Mm-hmm. But he was only allowed to have it till eight o'clock. His mom said it's eight o'clock. Close it. So he listened, and then he sat there. He's like, "You said I could have it till it's eight o'clock." She's like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> I know what this is going. Like, well, it was only seven fifty-three. And when he starts to call you out on stuff like that, granted, I mean, seven minutes off is quite a bit, but mm-hmm. he he was able to tell time and call her out on it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it fun. That that's a bit. Funny. I mean, if, if the kid's got a logical point and they're right, I mean, I guess <laughs> you got to give it to him at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. yeah. I I don't know what kind of world I will, you know. I'm scared end to end have up children. Kids in. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm interested to see where the world is at when it comes to that point. I hope my child... <laughs> is artistic i can live with art <laughs> me too <laughs> but not artistic like me like i want them to have a good job yeah <laughs> it, it's a difficult outlet for for kids i don't know how big art programs are in school but so many of us grow up with these dreams in the arts and it just becomes very difficult unless yep. you want to also be a business owner or you want to take yep. on lots of other responsibilities I learned yeah. something this weekend do you know that they're not teaching the multiplication table anymore no i did not know that i've seen all sorts of I saw a funny video. It was making, about the making new joke. math thing? Yeah, where somebody was explaining the new math thing for about two minutes, and then beside them was a person who did it the old way in yeah. about five seconds and then proceeded to Wait. make coffee. He yeah. made coffee, in a full pot of coffee, in the time it took for them to explain. I, I don't math. know how in-depth it is, but I was talking with my sister, who um, my smart-ass nephew is in school and they are at the very least they're not told to memorize the multiplication table which means that they're not teaching it to the extent that we were taught mm-hmm. no and i don't know if rote memorization is really that useful either mm-hmm. i mean i i as my day job i frame houses so it's construction and i'm using measurements and numbers constantly i don't really know how i don't remember exactly how to do multiplication just with you know draw a line and carry all the you know all your numbers it is not the same that it used to be like even when i was in school like now when the kids come to me they're like amber can you help me with math i'm like depends what it is because you guys have changed the curriculum like completely different like long division everything is totally different i'm like where do you even start The, the more basic stuff it's either i can do it in my head or i just use a calculator if it's it's more complex the stuff that hasn't changed in the longest time, it's funny enough, all the university math. I can still do all that just Oh, I'm fine. so bad at math, so, you know. <laughs> I, I took a, <laughs> a sciences program, so I ended up doing calculus and integrals and all oh, sorts wow. of Oh, wow. Talking with Eric is looking is like looking at the answers at the back of the book. Which is yeah. a, a very nice co- compliment, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that much. Uh, I think so. My aunt used to be a math teacher, and she helped me all through high school, but there was even some things where she'd teach me how to do it, I'd do it, 
but then I wouldn't get it perfectly right because she was teaching an old school way of doing oh. it. Things just change, I guess. Yeah. What What is your educational background? Um, so mine is social work. Um, so I took social work in Aurelia Georgian College for nice. three years. And then I came back and I took a little bit of a break. And then I went to McMaster and did some online courses there for mental health and addiction. Okay. And then now I'm kind of like... Um, I worked in mental health for a while and I worked at the distress center and stuff, but it's a lot to take in, which is why I'm working with kids right now. Cause yeah. I'm taking like, it's kind of like my little break, I guess you can kind of say, but now I'm starting to realize that I have a way stronger love for on, being an entrepreneur and dance and all that. So I'm kind of slowly branching, somewhere. yeah, I'm slowly branching away from it, but you know, I'm still trying to keep hmm. it somewhat in my life. So, but. so you might have an opinion. So I will ask. Uh, the Niagara region is famously going through not necessarily a um, just independent crisis, but we do have a bit of a mental health crisis going on in Niagara. And if you could choose or if you could, in a very kind of matter of fact way, pinpoint what can we do better for the men- for the mental health of the people in Niagara? <laughs> Wow, that's a pretty good question. It's a very, it's a very political <laughs> but, uh, question. It's not it's political. Okay. Um, it's politicized. I don't know. It's true. Like there is, I and the well, thing this is, is that I know a couple people video. that actually that happened to you know. So hmm. it's it's pretty hard, you know. But um, uh, yeah, first things first is they can put those safety nets up on that bridge. Yes, that's which, that's the one thing. Like which they've I, decided to do it. Which they find. Yeah. So I saw that article and I was yeah. like, hey, they have the that's article, but I wanna I wanna see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but first start with that. It's just like after a couple times, like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, you know, everyone's, there's marches on, on this bridge. Like, you know what I mean? It's such a big thing. And now it's literally known as a bridge for suicides that people go to. Like, that is not okay. So if you think that you shouldn't put nets up for people the second they get depressed and there's no mental health beds at our hospitals for them and they just like, screw it. I have nowhere to go. And they go to that bridge. Like, that's not fair. So for me, the nets for the mental health hospitals, they need more beds. And like, I I don't believe that there's not enough funding. Like there's room, there's funding, it's a hospital, you know? And like, especially in the new hospital too, like they just expanded that and like they can, exactly. So like they, there's no doubt that they can help out kids with mental health and like they should never turn away a uh, child that's going through a episode. Like I, I can't imagine what those kids were going through in that time, so like, I'm not shaming our mental health system or the nurses or anyone working at the hospitals, but it's like your job is to protect these people and make sure that they're mentally and physically well. Uh, But the second that someone comes to you, you're like, no, you're okay and send them off or you know what I mean? So yeah, beds, better, just better healthcare, more funding towards it. Obviously that's difficult because of who's running everything right now, like Ford and whatnot, but like He's taking all that away. So that really frustrates me a lot, which is why I don't talk about politics a lot. Hmm. But um, it'd be nice if we could have just a more local initiative where yes, people could just, you know, put their money up and, and we like could a just fundraiser. get I don't. Yeah, like a fundraiser or something like that would honestly be amazing. And like the communities, I honestly think that they should try and do that because like if the community has done so many marches and everything for this bridge and for the people on that bridge, why not do a fundraiser on yeah. it and get those nuts up? Like, if the city, for some reason, can't pay for it, do a fundraiser, you know what I mean? If, I'm sure people will want to. If all the people marching donated, you'd have a bit. But you definitely have to get a lot more people on board oh, with it. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. But I'm sure they could figure out some sort of program, you know? Hmm. But And also with, like, when it comes to, like, 
the drugs in the city that's also like leading to deaths and stuff like they need to like pick up their pace on the cleanup and stuff in St. Catharines like there's kids that are getting like needles in their foots and dogs yep. and stuff like you know so it's just it is. they need to open up more places for people to go and I get that that's difficult but it's, it's so it's needed in the city to like, get worse with a summer surge I yeah like to walk around a lot for about two or three years with a camera around my neck constantly because I would just go I, I for summer I just loved it so I mm-hmm. but I would walk around everywhere you could think of in the city and there's there's a tent city in the forest where there's you know this kind of issue and you'd find yeah needles and stuff everywhere mm-hmm. and it's always worse in the summertime because that's when it's more hospitable to out live outside yeah. yeah it's crazy but yeah <laughs> mental health definitely needs to be like more focused on this city because it's definitely struggling it's not getting any better mm-hmm. but yeah Welland's got a big issue too I don't really see it as much on the surface of Niagara Falls, but there are some pretty bad parts of the mm-hmm. of the city. That's more of like the I would think that's more of like drugs and stuff down yeah. there. But for yeah. here, it's more of the mental health and whatnot. But it, it's interesting how it sort of segments based on on city, at least at this point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Niagara Falls it seems to be uh, like there's Welland gets a bad rap for certain areas, and obviously St. Catharines as well. But you're you're living in a part of Niagara Falls where it's not exactly heavy hit. It is peaceful where I live. Yeah. I, it's, mm-hmm. it's very quiet. So, I mean, I'm I'm lucky in that regard. Niagara Falls also has the human trafficking issue. There's a lot of That's happening here as well, too. Yes. It's, it's broadening. Like, it's scary. I, I haven't looked into that much yet, but it does. I have heard of it, mm-hmm. and it does sound kind of concerning. It is. that's why i don't like taking walks at night anymore because like even though it's in niagara falls it's like that's not far away so it's like people don't want to take walks at night anymore it's like put out some sort of like um i know like colleges and stuff they have those um those call the call boxes yeah like i know that sounds silly to put in the city but like honestly it's not that silly like years ago there used to be things called pay phones and they eliminated (laughs) those yeah so the call boxes isn't aren't a bad idea. But the thing about the call box, you don't have to put money in. You just that's true. Boom, and you're done. You know, and I don't know. I feel like that. Obviously, that's difficult when you're in that kind of situation. But I'm sure it could help in some sort of situations. Yeah. You know, but yeah, a lot mm-hmm. needs to be done in the city for sure. <laughs> Maybe we branch away to something a little bit because you mentioned earlier that you um, you were at Georgian College in Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Do you? come from up there or uh no so i specifically just went to school i've lived in st Catharines like my entire okay. life but i kind of just wanted to branch out and just kind of leave the scene for a little bit and just kind of go be independent on my own and see what it's like so okay. really you had the better setup instead of the campus actually in barry yeah okay um and it kind of just like offered my program better because i also have epilepsy so um the courses that they were offering were like way too early in the morning and they were like seven o'clock and with my kind of um, disorder that I'm dealing with, I have to have like more sleep and it has to be at least till like eight or something. So okay. it's it was kind of a struggle thing, but like Aurelia is definitely a interesting place to live. Yeah, I haven't spent <laughs> as much time in Aurelia, but I do come up from, from Barrie. Barrie is definitely like, it's not, like it's a lot nicer, but like Aurelia is like a whole different vibe. It's, it's a lot of, it's not really my scene, to be honest. Like, when I was there, I felt kind of out of place. It's a lot of, like, um, drugs and, like, smoking cigarettes, just, like, beer drinking in country, yeah. and that's not, like, me in any way, shape, or form. It gets way worse if you go <laughs> so down. So I don't... 
people who go to Lakehead and stuff, or like up in Thunder Bay, or, or even around Nipissing, it, you know, it gets a lot worse in that regard. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> but yeah, so it wasn't really my scene, so I was basically just there to get my schooling and get out okay. and go home. <laughs> That's a good way to be. I came down here for my schooling, and honestly, it's better, which is why I stayed. Mm-hmm. So. I came down here, too. There you go. I like it. <laughs> It's a, it's a nice place to be in Ontario. Mm-hmm. It is for sure. Safe. <laughs> and soon it's going to be a huge dance hotspot because of you. <laughs> yep. It's a wedding hotspot. It's a artistic hotspot. It's beautiful. We're Normally, growing. We have to definitely up a lot of our different industries because tourism is really just getting us by for the most part now. It'd be nice to have something that's more sustainable year round mm-hmm, exactly i mean do you ever go to niagara falls and just like act like a tourist because i know i do i do sometimes but it has to be like a super nice hot day yeah. you know what i mean and then go get some ice cream go to the arcade you know See, i like mm-hmm. doing it in the winter it's, See, it's i get too, too cold i'm just like i, I can't I, do I, it. like you i think we've all seen the photos i think you went down on canada day once oh my god that was like the most hectic thing I've ever seen. What? I don't get social anxiety, I, but Canada Day in Niagara Falls. Yeah, I went no, to the where you that. look over the falls to see the fireworks show at about mm-hmm. I think it was ten o'clock at night. It was like packed from the top of Clifton Hill down to like where pretty much the whole section shoulder of the falls. to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. Ooh. Like we're t- I, it must have been. I, it could have been a hundred thousand people. That's I don't. Insane. I can't even quantify On how many Clifton people. On Clifton Hill, there. nobody would hear you scream. <laughs> wow! Like, yeah. it, was, <laughs> it, it was so heck. many people. Jeez. No, no cars were going anywhere. People just walking down the streets in the middle of the road. I can't imagine. That's why I like my winter Clifton Hill. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I just like the warm weather better. Well, I, I, like the warm I feel like I like too. to be out more when it's warmer. I'm more of a. I like to hibernate in the winter. <laughs> Yeah, so I bet you you're loving the amazing weather we're having now. I am, and I like rain, so I'm totally okay, okay. with it. <laughs> I think the gloominess is I could do without. Yeah, it I could do without the gloomy. gloominess, but mm. I just love the rain. <laughs> Foggy driving home at 5.30 today. Was it, yeah? Yeah, it was. And, I couldn't uh, see. Niagara on the lake? or uh, Driving up the uh, the, the skyway, it this. It, Driving up to it, you couldn't see the top. Oh, like geez. It was so <laughs> dense. Wow. It was very moody. <laughs> Can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, can we talk about the... We talked about it before, so I'm going to bring it up again, because you are doing something very different for the River Lions, and I think it's amazing, <laughs> actually. Okay, yeah. So for the River Lions, this is the first year that they're doing hip hop, jazz, funk. First time we're doing males on the team and everything. Very progressive. Yeah. So it's a huge change from going to strictly girls, cheerleaders, pom poms, all that very bright and very enthusiastic kind of vibe to more of a Raptors kind of feel. Hmm. Um, so it's gonna be really exciting, that and I'm actually funny. yeah. So. I'm actually really excited because I was on the team before, but this whole new vibe is just, you can tell that the fans are just going to um, connect a lot more, especially with the song choices and stuff. Like when you choose more hit songs, like obviously fans will get more excited and stand up, you know? So yeah. I've tried to branch out and get more songs from that are current and whatnot. But yeah, so we got the whole new hip hop and we have new dancers, like every type of dancer you can think of, like every size every color like it's just like it's such a diverse team and like we struggle with that a lot on our old team and like we had a lot of people jabbing at us for that because it was just all 
pretty girls and all that whatnot and there was no difference but now this year it's just I'm trying to bring a whole new look to the team and just broaden out and let everybody shine and show what they can do and there's no limits at all what was the maybe the reason for that before was it just those particular individuals were the ones that were coming out or um was it it, down to screening people I don't it's like uh it's more of a um I don't know. It's like you look at cheer, you think of cheerleaders, and you kind of just think of that typical stereotype. So mm. when Every you go to basketball teams, yes, yeah. <laughs> so like I guess that's where it comes from. Is like just having that stereotype. You want to make sure that every team is the same. But this year they want to take that whole different thing out, throw that out, be like, hey, no, we're doing this. We're making a difference in the uh, CEBL, the basketball world, you know what I mean? The dance world, you know? So we're just taking this huge leap, which is going to be crazy. And we actually have our first game coming up this week. So it's going to be very interesting, <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be cool. Where is the, the game? Meridian center. So right the Meridian yeah. center. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you went to an ice dogs game there recently. I, I, it's been a long time since I've been to the Meridian center though. I went to an ice dogs game recently. And then the last time I was there, we broke in. You and I. Oh, we didn't break in. <laughs> well, we didn't really. Break we just in walked in with cameras to see what was going on. So there's a lot of people showing up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was it some kind of dance thing or something? It was some sort of dance or cheerleading competition. We just walked out. We were like, "This is not the sports that we were looking for." No. <laughs> so we walked out. But oh that was gosh. that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was like last summer or something. That's a. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was longer than that. Me, I think so. Well, Anyways, that's okay. not important. But, no. um, what do you? Th- I suppose you might be on their payroll, so this might be a little bit of a loaded question. But um, what do you think of the Meridian Center as a whole? Because it's definitely good for um, kind of traffic to the downtown core, but some people... The word traffic kind of sums it up where it's really hard to find parking sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the one thing about the Meridian Center. It has so much amazing entertainment. It's unbelievable the acts they get it's crazy yeah and like it's there's so many things like there's everything that you can think of that they have performed there and like they just had like mariana's trench perform there like it's yeah it's crazy seinfeld he's performed there there you go doing like stand-up yeah okay you want to go see elton john yes oh right yes 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 i forgot about that as well yeah but like there's so many people there so like it's just like when you're holding that big events you gotta have more parking you know because like people are starting to walk from like blocks and blocks away but like i feel like if they just like expanded their parking and everything i can't imagine how many more people they would have mm-hmm. like filling the seats and everything it's crazy i avoid though. it whenever there's something going on because parking <laughs> is they'd have a to build a big another parking garage but there's already two and it's mm-hmm. and they up. fill up entirely so yeah but that's the thing is that i think they should make like one like i know it sounds crazy but like strictly for the meridian center like there is a little parking but they need to make like a four store or something right next to it because like Yes, you have the um, parking garages next door, but like you got to think about the people who are eating at other places, not going to the games. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. everybody's there for the game. You know, it's, so it gets real busy. They're, yeah, it's crazy. The city's gonna have an infrastructure problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably already is to some degree. I think you could probably consider it on some nights an infrastructure problem. <laughs> yeah, but when hey, you consider how many cars are in the downtown core when somebody like Elton John or Seinfeld, like a triple-A performer, would perform. I'll be right back. I'm going to leave you alone for a second. (laughs) I can't imagine what the parking was like for that performance. Like Elton John? Like Seinfeld, I wanted to see, but his tickets for Nosebleed started at $70. Mm -hmm. And when you're seeing a single person perform, granted, it's Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. 
I won't pay seventy dollars to see an ant yeah. perform on stage. Mm-hmm. But very true, very true. But you get acts like that. I, I don't know. Somebody must have known somebody who knew Elton John. Like I don't know, I know how like one knew. I don't even know how they get them. Like it's it's crazy. But like, hey, clearly they're doing something right. So good for them. Yeah. And it's just gonna get bigger from here on in, especially with the new games going on, right? So it's crazy. It is, and it it is good. The reason why I was asking is because it's when I went to the Ice Dogs, it highlighted the good that the the Meridian Center brings to the city. Obviously, mm-hmm. a ton of people coming to the Ice Dogs games. Mm-hmm. But as we were walking into the Meridian Center, there was a gentleman asking for money so he could buy two eight balls. Oh my! So. That sums it up all in one. It's great for the city, but then there's also that mental health crisis coming around again. But especially it being downtown as well. Yeah. So. And I, I always love this story, and I'll never forget when they were building the Meridian Center. They paused. They stopped. So, uh, CTV, I believe, CTV or CBC show called Nikita film there oh why the does back? that sound familiar i feel like i've yeah, heard of so that. if you've seen the back of the meridian center from like the the highway side mm-hmm. it kind of looks so like favelas almost no so i was it was the year i graduated film school and i knew they were filming and i couldn't i, I couldn't contact the right person to work so they were shooting one day and i went to my friend i'm like if we walk on with confidence they won't say anything mm-hmm. so we walked on and quickly got thrown off yeah, we were anonymous, so it's not like you'll never work in this business yeah. <laughs> again. That being said, I'm not. Um, the next day, I learned about how amazing the film schedule is because they set up for four days, mm-hmm. they shot for three, then they needed to have their mandatory two days off. Mm-hmm. So everything was left there, all the props, the lights, everything just left out in the open. So I'm like, okay, now's <laughs> the time to go. So myself, my girlfriend, and my friend, we walk. And I remember the time St. Catharines was glowing about how St. Catharines was going to become uh, the next big film spot. The reason why they chose behind St. Paul Street was because they thought, yeah, you know what? It looks like the slums of India, and that's why we need to film there. Because that's what they used it as. All of like the fire escape yeah. coming off the building. The slums of it India. Is, it is very, yeah, it's pretty scary walking down there. So we walk <laughs> down... And like this, they did a really good job. The set deck is amazing. It looks like you're in India, except there was a really nice car that we didn't notice. So we're like, oh, this is cool. So we're taking pictures and a security officer comes out of the car. She's like, what are you doing here? Do you live here? Like, uh, no. And we just started freaking out. So we're like, we're film students. We're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. We just want to see. And she's like, oh, you're film students. Why weren't you here yesterday? We could have used your help. You're like, you guys threw me off the set yesterday. <laughs> Did oh you explain God. to them that you were a film student at the time? <laughs> no. Well, it might have helped. Yeah, a little just bit. thrown off. So months go by, and we're waiting for the episode. And this, once again, just one of those weird things that you learn about filmmaking. Watch the episode, not knowing. It was a season fi- or series finale. So <laughs> I have no idea what the hell's going on. They filmed for three days. We're setting up for four. They're for a full week. And then tear down for 45 seconds of screen time. That's what it's all about. The TV show. Really? And the entire scene, I got thinking, they could have shot this on a green screen. Like, there's absolutely no reason for them to do what they did. Yeah. But having been there, I admire the effort. (laughs) 
Oh my god. It was amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, and not too many TV shows have filmed in Niagara. There have been a few movies in Niagara on the Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with an E filmed in Port Dalhousie. Yeah, I saw that at the they, uh, little, um, what you, was it called? That little hut thing that's down yep. there. I forget what it's called. Did you see the actual episode? They filmed in Port no, Dalhousie. No, I never watched because it. Because they're like, yeah, it's going to look like Trinidad and Tobago. And I watched the episode. Does it? And Well, they used a lot of computer CG, like more than they should have. Yeah. And it's limited. So there's some establishing shots, heavily kind of computer generated. And you can kind of tell it's Port Dalhousie in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. And then it's just computer generated Trinidad and Tobago. Oh. I'll try to find it and send it to you. Interesting to um, see. And there's always, well, not always, but there's a lot of Christmas movies that get filmed in Niagara on the Lake. See, I did not know that. I honestly had no idea. Uh, what kind of media do you consume? Do you watch a lot of movies yourself? Yes, I'm, so my boyfriend's actually a total cinephile. Like he loves his movies. You so said like, he he does video stuff. What mm-hmm. type of video? Um, so he doesn't have like his own company or anything, but like he just like he's like learned through like my photographers because I do modeling on the side. So when I have photographers come down, they'll I'll tell them about my business. They'll be like, oh hey, can I show you some stuff? So then he'll kind of like learn like as we go. Hey, that's but, like, the best way to learn. Yeah. So you know, um, he's not it's not anything crazy, but like you know, it's doing the job. I'm the business is doing great. So yeah, but he's just good support system with that. But it's good. Just learn as you go, kind of so thing. So he's a cinephile. What's yeah. A, what. He so he may, mostly loves uh, all the superhero stuff. Yeah. So anything Lots like that, sci-fi stuff like that. Love so, it. but yeah, See. no, he he can the office. I'm pretty sure he's seen that <laughs> series like probably five hundred million times. I'm not even kidding. Okay. But hey, I love the office, so like I'm not gonna judge him for it because that's and like one of my favorite shows. Are you a sci-fi person? Hmm? Are you a sci-fi yes. person? So like it works out, but that's the good. only thing is that I love my horror. He gets really scared, but really, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. so but that's okay. So what's your favorite horror movie? That's, so that's the thing about me is that I love horror movies, but like I don't get scared. I watch them to yeah, like critique the way I them. Am yeah, so it's fun to have a laugh at them most of the yeah, time. Yeah, so like yeah, so he'll be the one like jumping in the theaters, and I'll be like the one like I'll just be like giggling and laughing, like that wasn't even like anything. But okay. One, once you start to dissect movies, horror becomes problematic. Until you get a really good horror movie that freaks you out, mm-hmm. and if it can happen, the psychological mm-hmm. thrillers are a bit better if you actually want to get a, a thrill out of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I feel like just like the more like real kind of situations are the ones that kind of like freak me out more. So like, I know like um, Get Out, like that was just a more like real kind of yep. thing, and like everything has just been like so paranormal lately, and just like Thanks, um, possession or like hail satan like stuff like that and it's just kind of like repeat 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 and i'm just kind of like okay like this is just like the same old plot all the time but if i did have to choose a movie like that i think is like well done like didn't scare me but i did think was like pretty good like i thought sinister the first one i thought that was very well done um but i don't know it's hard to say many like good horror movies to be honest like I don't know, there's just so many little mess-ups I see or just, like, the same thing from, like, that's very similar to another movie. Like, I just, I've seen a lot, so I kind of, like, really nitpick them. But, um, yeah, Sinister, I can, can definitely say that's my favorite. Horror movies typically have really, really bad continuity in general, and yeah. that's a problem. Because well, it's not, like, really real, it's not realistic, right? Like, you're creating a monster problem or, you know what I mean? Sinister, I have a very interesting relationship with because way back in school, we had to do a research paper and I was able to interview somebody from 
Austin, Texas, who was a film reviewer, but he also worked on side projects. And he kept talking about this project that he can't really talk about. It's going to be really cool. And he ended up writing Sinister. Are you serious? Yeah. And on top of it all, this guy, his name is Christopher Cargill. You can Google him. It's true. I'm not lying. He wrote Sinister. And then he wrote Doctor Strange. That's cool. I never saw Doctor Strange. It was very good. But I got it thinking, I talked to this guy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And for you, like, a long time. That's and amazing. the projects he was talking about, like, when he's like, I can't tell anything about but, this. But you know what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know I knew he was talking about, about Sinister. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't eat, honestly, that's just like the first one that comes to my head. I can't think the of word. I can't remember the name. The worst ones. horror movie I've seen in a, in ever, like in a very long time. I have long since forgot the name. It was found footage from 2012, but I can't, I can't even think of the name. Cloverfield or no. something? No, 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 no. That no. one was, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't good, I, I but like the there's way one. worse ones. Yeah. It, but it was definitely on that found footage kind of trend. Oh, for sure, yeah. It was, it was okay. I, I did like how they never showed the monster the whole time a little bit. It was, that, that was interesting. Well, that's, just a, that's just a good way of... Uh, Keeping your budget low? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like, not going to be able to find the name. I oh, wish. Mama. That was a really bad one. Okay. It was really bad. Very bad graphics. You know when they just like make things... They just use a computer too much to the point where like, okay, this just like... Isn't even real, like at all. Like I, w- I would get more scared by the grudge or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, did you guys see? I, I mean, we're going back to the granddad of this found footage. Not really going to the the second most famous. So Blair Witch Project is mm. obviously amazing, mm-hmm. but Paranormal Activity, the original one, without any of the crap they did later. Um, did you guys see the original ending to Paranormal Activity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one without the demon jump scare? Yeah. That, to me, is so much more psychologically powerful. Have you seen it? Do you know I have not about? seen it, but I should probably... There's the a couple... Itself? There oh. was three versions of okay, the ending that were released. Okay, then I can't say, but, <laughs> but there's, there was three versions released yeah, of that ending. There's a really good psychological version, which is the non... I guess non-canon version now, and then there's a more traditional ending, which opened it up for sequels, which apparently Spielberg said to do, but I can't. Haven't they already had several sequels? Well, yes, they have. Yeah. So they obviously chose the the sequel, the sequel version. Uh, maybe I should start watching the. Well, you have lots series. to choose from. There's six of them. <laughs> yeah. The first three are good. I don't know if I want to get in on that at this point. They're not. It's not <laughs> worth it. But the first three it's are good. It. I gotta bad, find bad the name of that movie though, because it's gonna bother me. What uh, kind of like theme is it? It was horror. It was possession. It was found footage, and uh, it was a really old one. No, it's oh. from like two thousand two thousand twelve. I have to I, watch I, all my things one at a time. Right now I'm watching <laughs> Game of Thrones. And... I saw oh, it so when good. I was doing. So good. The movie review I'm show. hoping to get through it sometime in the next two months. We'll see. I need to catch up. I'm not. I like just started like a month ago, so I'm yeah. like working my way. I'm up. still but in the first season. That first point. season got me like, it's oh good. my god! It's like it, it's very intense, but like it is well done. So, but like when I say to my mom, like I watch it, she's like, oh my gosh, she's like that's so so like disturbing and whatever. I'm like, I'm like, you just gonna get past the first season, you'll be okay. <laughs> Has she seen it? Like a few of the se- few of the, the scenes, devil whatever. inside. Why does that sound okay? No, I definitely did come saw out in 2012. That. Devil inside. Uh, 
one of the things in the trailer that was creepy in the trailer but dumb there's a woman in a psych ward and she's kind of crazy and she's like connect the cuts connect the cuts. <gasps> oh my god yes i know exactly what you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking about oh my gosh stop it was a horrible movie and don't watch this so i'm gonna spoil I, it i won't it ended with a car wreck the screen goes black and it said to find out more go to this website oh that's weird. Like, they didn't know how to end it. So they just so they went to the website. I never went because I didn't care. No. Everybody fucking died. It just was so stupid. They ran out of budget before they filmed the last few seasons. Oh, it's God. possible. Sometimes that happens. I've never seen that done. Like, go to WWE. I've never seen that no. done in any other movie. So everybody's going to walk out of the theater like, what the hell? Why did I do that? Why exactly. did I go watch That's kind of what it was. <laughs> the only thing that was nice about it is I saw it for free. Because mm-hmm. I saw it during my movie review radio show days. Mm-hmm. So I got to see basically every movie that came out for free. Nice. So even the really, really crappy ones mm-hmm. were free. <laughs> so that was nice. But you probably bought popcorn or something. Nah, I really... I, I was a student. I snuck food in. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I still sneak food in. I don't care. <laughs> it's. I learned years ago that... Because you sneak food in. They can't... Even if you don't sneak it in, they can't really say anything Mm -hmm. the general rule of thumb is if they don't sell it they won't really make a deal about it at all Mm -hmm. which is problematic because they do sell a lot years ago i heard stories of people bringing in pizza they sell pizza but if you bring in a box of pizza I'd be so dumbfounded. I'd be like, oh, I can't believe that's a lot yeah, of that, pizza yeah. to be bringing in. That would be crazy. Winter yeah. coat on, you can probably stuff it under your back or something. But I take candy in my pockets and whatnot. That's why you see girls with big purses. They just got their candy stuffed in there with their burgers, yeah. everything ready maybe, to go. Maybe they'll start carrying the purse. I did take a burger in once. <laughs> a burger would be good in your I've in done w? that. I've done yeah. it with McDonald's with my French fries, and I yeah. always just thought, why did this girl bring in McDonald's? But I was like, I was hungry. I didn't want the other food. I was like, I want a McDonald's. They should really partner with a decent fast food chain for Cineplex or something like that. Because they have Pizza Pizza, but like yeah, more. I don't like Pizza Pizza that much myself. It's cardboard so, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with something like, we'll, see, we'll use Landmark just because it's St. Catharines. It's independent so far as I know. Or, yeah. or I guess they got bought out. I don't know. I don't know who owns them. But they movie. can't, uh, like McDonald's really wouldn't make sense because there's a McDonald's right across the street. Theaters mm-hmm. by nature have to make more money on their food, so that McDonald's would have to raise their prices tenfold, probably. And because the McDonald's is right across the street, nobody's going to pay uh, twice as much in the mm-hmm. theater. I guess that's true. But you know, like in the Cineplexes where they have those like food stands, like they're like brands that I've never heard of. So like, why don't they just like partner with them, put that in Landmark? You know what I mean? But the, I don't know how that stuff works. The theater in Welland <laughs> is nice. They serve beer. That's a good they step. Do? Oh, yes. yeah, they do. Yeah. We found out they did. <laughs> I, The only thing, I've only been there like once when we saw, and maybe a couple times, but I love it. We, we saw... The uh, Queen movie. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And Bohemian I Rhapsody. And I don't know beach, what else. No, we didn't see the beach bum. The beach bum was in St. Catharines. Yeah. The seats there are so good. You can just like lean back. Oh, yeah. They're so comfy. Love it. Mm-hmm. Theaters have to adapt. They're in big trouble. Movie studios... I found out that for Star Wars, The Last Jedi, that Disney said to every theater, right off the bat, you have to play this movie in this many screens for this long, mm-hmm. or you can't and show it. Was, it. it was something That's like a, a very large amount of It's like screen. two months. Wow. Yeah. It was a long time, and 
where I come from, Tilsonburg, we have an independent theater. There's three screens. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they negotiated it because every other place had to show it on more than three screens. Mm-hmm. And they obviously don't have that. But Disney also said that they get 60% of the gross sales. Wow, that's pretty good, so, though. Well, for Disney, yes. For the theater, that's a, that's a huge... Drop. <laughs> that's a that's a huge uh, huge difference, and that's why popcorn costs a lot of money. A lot of money. But I, I love theater popcorn, and I can't not buy it when I go. I'm not a giant fan. Me Every too. so often, I like the uh, give me Swedish berries in a theater, and I'm happy. It's not bad. Swedish berries, and I'm an pop, and then I steal Melissa's popcorn occasionally. <laughs> that's what I do. Um. Okay, so. Can you, what, what's your, we were talking about it, don't really have a favorite, what's your least favorite horror movie outside of the one we just talked about, which is dumb. I don't know if you saw it, but it's dumb. No, I did, I totally, like, I'm literally remembering the, the screen, so I literally the, need, to, the go, only thing I need was, to go on YouTube and literally look up the trailer because it's the, bothering me now, because I'm like, I know what it is, but like, I In can't. the movie, there's a scene where, it's, it's about a bunch of priests and they're doing illegal exorcisms, because they're Catholic priests, Catholic church doesn't let you do exorcisms. And I would think of any of the churches, that'd be the one no, I'd, it's I'd banned. pin them down for. It's banned. Doing You're not allowed. Uh, but one of these priests gets uh, possessed, and he does a baptism, and he's like doing his. And that is that baptism. the one where he drowns the baby? And then he drowns the baby. Right. Okay, so I know exactly what you're talking he's about. He's doing the baptism part wrong. He loves it. I can't remember exactly what now. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. No. I don't know. Um. Like you said, Blair Witch, Blair Witch was pretty bad. Like the the new no, one Blair that Witch they made. Is, no, the twenty sixteen Blair Witch is no, horrible. No, that was very bad. The old one was not too bad, but the new one that was really bad. I was pretty disappointed because I did like that movie. And I was like, and the trailer looked good, but literally everything that looked scary was in the trailer. So I was like, Did you see Halloween last year? Uh, I don't think so. No, I guess not. That was that's worth watching. Yeah. The, yeah. The. I guess Halloween reboot, Michael Myers, Jamie Lee Curtis. I might have seen it. I don't know. I know I've seen every other one, but I honestly don't think I remember. You didn't see that one? It's the best one since the original. I need to go make sure, but I know any Netflix horror film is usually really freaking awful and like forced me to tears, but I watched it anyways just to say that I got through it. (laughs) But um, I don't know. The Conjuring wasn't that bad. Um, It's a good deciding scale. The movie wasn't that bad. It was passable. <laughs> if you're not dragging um, your feet through the thing, it's at least worth watching, maybe. The Thing, that's a really bad movie. <laughs> that's a really bad movie. Which one? Um, it's called The Thing. Yeah, I know, but which one? The original? The one and two. Like, I think they're both really bad. I liked them. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't like them. It's okay. It didn't. It just didn't, like, give me anything. I don't know. I just I prefer horror movies that are more like real. So okay, like, okay, what about a classic like Psycho, like old school? That Psycho. yes, but like okay, so that's so I wish they would like bring that, but like kind of like boost it up a little bit more, bring it into like modern day. But like I just feel like we don't have any like movies that are kind of like like that. I don't but know. What, they, what are you saying specifically about that? Like boost it up, like what more like, gore? Because the suspense in it is. That's what I mean. Silly. Like there's. Cause like there's gore nowadays, but like the gore looks so like I know it looked like fake in that movie because it's old, but it's just like it looks more real than it did nowadays. Like they just put it's so much graphics effects. on it that it looks fake, and I don't enjoy it. You know, so like I prefer so those you want movies. A good that, old school. Yeah. Movie. So like 
those movies that like over edit you won't get my attention so oh what is that cabin in the woods the cabin in the woods okay. that really like it was too much for me i was i was like that's really it's too make believe it's too edited you know what i mean it's i don't know uh piranha 3d that was pretty bad Piranha 3D is hilarious. Yeah. That's See, it's funny for. though, but like that's not the point of the horror movie. It's but it wasn't. Like, it was. It was. You a should say like, comedy. comedy horror if you're gonna like release. Yes, that's it. what it was. But they should say that on the review. And they were kind of just unrelenting. It was the most amazing mix of comedy, gore, and nudity I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah. See, like I stuff that's like. Um, did you guys see Black Mirror episodes? The Black Mirror episodes? You know, I keep getting intrigued to watch the show, and I think I'm going to have to start, because every time I see a clip or something like that, I'm like, this is interesting. It, it's honestly, a good an- it looks like a good anthology show. And all of it's, like, like pretty real. Like a modern-day Twilight Zone. It, it, it literally, that's, like, what it is. It's, like, really cool. But, yeah, no, you should definitely watch it, because, like, it's a lot of it is, like, real um, scenarios, and one of them is actually about technology and, like, um, how you live is based on like having like it's kind of like an Instagram, but it's like it's based on your rating in life. So like if people like you, they'll send you a like while like while walking by. Your payment is your like. I saw you that. Know that what I mean? stars. Uh, like, uh, oh. The redhead. Yeah. Um, I forget what her name is. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. I think I've seen one where there's like a video game developer or something. Yeah. And yeah, I watched he, that one. Oh yeah, that, I I think all of them were really good. But. I've seen a couple. Just sporadic episodes just because they have nothing to do with each other i could just sit down mm-hmm. with a friend and, and watch when he had them mm-hmm. playing like see that stuff disturbs me more than like the stuff that they're releasing nowadays and i just find that it I don't wasn't know. They're, they're not bad filmed at all they're pretty interesting mm-hmm. and i find the best thing about them is they're on uh, the results are unexpected i never know what's going mm-hmm. to happen it's, yeah and, it, and that's the thing you don't know what's going to happen but in movies it's more easy to predict you yeah. know what i mean so that's why i love that series but yeah i watched the Ted Bundy. Me too. I just watched that on it's, Saturday night. What's that like? It was wasn't not like it's not a horror movie. <laughs> it's not. There's nothing really gruesome in it. If you want to be disturbed, just watch a documentary on Ted. Well, Bundy. I'm going to next. Done by the same director Is as it? the movie. Mm. He kind of double dipped, but I guess when you're doing a bunch of research on Ted Bundy, he was like, "Why not make a documentary?" Mm. <laughs> I, I like the documentary style quite a bit. Uh, the movie itself, Zac Efron did a really good job as Ted Bundy, and the acting in it—it's probably his best acting performance. I believe I agree. him. Yeah. If you go and like look up like Ted Bundy yeah, and exactly. his gestures and stuff, he has them like spot yeah. on. The only thing I say about that movie is that like, like Ted Bundy was like a really like he was a really like messed up person, but like they just didn't display it as much as I thought they would. Like when it comes to like getting the girls or like her, like i don't know like some that's, gore that's you know what i mean known for being like, very charismatic yes and a good looking person that's why zach efron being cast is a smart idea mm-hmm. and then the movie itself was more you knew that he did it everybody going in knows where yeah. it goes where mm-hmm. it goes do they end with the electric chair basically yeah. okay he's he doesn't you don't see him getting the chair but it that's says, what i mean like they should oh. add that like little suspense they, there just the, wasn't the that. reason why they they didn't want to show too much gore and it makes sense they didn't want to show the gore of any of the killings they do show something gruesome at the end if you ever end up watching it okay um because 
it's all real. You don't want to show an actual person whose family is still very much alive. But they did that on Netflix with Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. So. But it's all the director's opinion on how you're supposed to be handling it. That's right? true. And I see exactly why he didn't. And then with Ted, you, it is, there's a few moments where even though that he is a extremely vile person, uh, you do, I don't want to say feel bad for him, but when he gets caught once or twice, you're like, oh, shit. Then he deserves to be caught. So that's why having somebody very uh, charismatic playing him works because you're like, oh, I'm not rooting for him. It's playing but... into human psychology. Yeah. You, you were persuaded at least to take his side a little bit on stuff. Yeah. Like, ah, but that's what... That's what it was. was interesting. And then throwing the fact that his trial was the first televised trial. And the reason why we have such a thing for crime dramas nowadays mm-hmm. is no surprise. Yeah. Because it worked so well back then. Mm-hmm. There's so many movies you could make on serial killers because there definitely is a, a fascination there's a, with There's it. a few um, Charles Manson movies coming out this yeah. year, too. Oh, yeah. That would be crazy. If, if people get back into the... They should have got on it quicker with the whole weird clown thing because you could get on the John, John Wayne Gacy yes. um, serial killer. I saw the It 2 trailer. It doesn't look too bad, but I didn't like the first one. I, I didn't think it was either. well... I didn't think it was well done at all. Yeah. I was very sad because I, I love Stephen King, but, like, you guys could have Did you see Pet Cemetery? That. No, I didn't. I need to see that. It was Dude, okay. That came out a couple yeah. weeks ago, didn't it? Yeah, I need to see that. But no. Nothing to write home about. No. Come on, Stephen King. You write good books. Bring it to the movie. <laughs> I think we've been going for a while. We have. Maybe it's a good time to wrap things up. Cause we, I think we get a. Do you have any closing words, anything you want to promote, say? (laughs) Uh, No, if anything, um, I have a lot of classes going on this summer with your highness. So if you guys want to take any classes, I'll just post the link below for these guys and you guys can click on it. Reach me there, DM me, email, whatever you guys want, and we'll get you some classes. I just want to say you're 100% natural. I was watching you address the camera, and it's like you're doing, you've been doing it for years. Like, that was I like impressive. it. It's fun. <laughs> well, hopefully you get lots of opportunities to do it in the future. Maybe we'll have you back on. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night.